Hey everybody, I'm Chris. And I'm Katie. And you're listening to Life with the Chapins podcast. Let's get started. just pushing buttons over there. I wasn't yeah. sure what you were going to do. I'm not sure either. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward silence. Now, uh, so today, yep, our episode is titled The Episode About Nothing. Does that make it awkward for anyone? It makes it really <laughs> awkward for me. Uh, no, uh, we're... Topic free? We're topic free. Leaving it open? Intentionally. Yes. Um, this week, I uh, I don't know. I just felt compelled to change things up a little bit. And we did this a few weeks ago where we just, we had no notes. But we kind of had notes. We did. This one we have... Nothing. We have no notes and no sense of direction. Um, We're just going with it. How does it make you feel to have a microphone and no notes and nothing to talk about? Freedom. <laughs> See, no, that's I, uh, that's the difference between you and I because <laughs> it makes me feel terrified, and also it makes me feel like I don't remember what my name is or anything that that I've done. Why are we here? I just go blank. What is this? <laughs> yeah. What do you call this thing in front of me here? Yeah. What is this? What Contraption. Is this a telephone? <laughs> is this a telephone? I don't know. Yeah. And, and that's kind of why we wanted to do it because we wanted everyone to kind of experience who I am and who you are. Yeah. As individuals with no plan and like how we... Um, navigate that yeah yeah navigate life as uh, we'll, as we'll we call are. it yeah <laughs> as we are like a enneagram seven and an enneagram nine yeah um if you're not familiar with the enneagram do your googles it's it's fun do your googles yeah it's an it's something honestly um that we're kind of in the beginning phases of like learning more about yeah. We've known about it for several years when I um, did my pastoral internship. I don't know how many years ago it was, but. Uh, Maybe like two years ago, three years ago. Yeah. Wasn't too um, long ago. The pastor had me take the the test. Yeah. Or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and I got like my score. And when I when I read about what that, that meant, it, make, it made sense to me. Um, and then I could. I almost, without you even taking the test, just reading the different descriptions, I was kind of <laughs> like, uh, duh, he's a seven. Yeah. Um, the enthusiast. But uh, I don't know. There's there's a lot of resources that have been brought to our attention more recently that uh, we're hoping to, to look more into because mm -hmm. I think. And we're going to kind of unpack it for all of our listeners too. Yeah. Uh, just to, cause I truly think that once you figure out your personality type, 
Mm-hmm. And like what makes you tick or click or whatever that yeah. term is. I, I, you know, yeah. My brain's not working, but it, it helps. It yeah. helped me. I'm like, so that's what my issue is, or that's why I think that way. Yeah. Or, I think it's, it, it could be positive and negative. Like, yeah, there's some negatives to being a seven and there's some positives to being a seven. Yeah. And I think, uh, it's been interesting for me to see the same thing. Like it kind of, uh, you kind of connect the dots as to why you react to things the way that you do or why you internalize certain things the way that you do. Yeah. And it just kind of helps to have a better understanding of who you are at the core. And then also I think it helps have a better empathy for your spouse. It's sort of like an aha moment for life. Yeah. It's like, ding. And you're yeah, like, it's pretty oh. cool. <laughs> um, yeah. And there's, uh, I don't know, there's, there's so much out there. Um, there's a really cool podcast, too. Um, there's a guy that sings... Uh, he has like a song for every enne- Enneagram number. Oh, yeah. And I, I sent you the, the one for the seven, yep. which you you felt like resonated with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yours, not so much. That, but I didn't, was... Yeah, I didn't really, the, the song just seemed too like, for, yeah. <laughs> like uh, for a nine. But sad, sad and depressed. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm not sad and depressed, but like, um. No, yeah. I think it was just because nines tend to be more like it's the peacemaker. It's like we want internal peace. Um, we're more likely to not share our, our opinion and more just kind of keep things keep things in mm-hmm. uh, for the sake of the group. Um, right. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's it'll be fun. There's a couple of books that we put on our wish list for Christmas. Hint hint. Yeah. Wink, wink. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if Santa's listening. Yeah, right. Check I'm our not, Amazon wish sure list. I mean, I'm sure he's listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I think it'll be fun. I, I yeah. love reading about stuff like that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, in the past, I probably wouldn't have mm-hmm. uh, gone down that road. But as of recently, it's it's pretty fascinating. And... I just love topics like, you know, human behavior and mm-hmm. just, you know, the science behind things and, you know, our, our body's chemical makeup and yeah. just, it's, it's pretty neat. Yeah. And, and even how, uh, you go down the road over like how food can contribute to how we feel and act and mm-hmm. those types of things with, uh, uh, Dr. Mark Hyman and yeah. some of the people that we, uh, uh, study or yeah. you know or in tune with or whatever yeah um, but yeah it's, it's pretty cool yeah it is um, um my sister and i were just talking about it yesterday like uh she she was reading she is reading um one of sadie robertson's books um yep. live i think she said she's reading or something like that um but she's like live I, original i think it's called yeah she's like i didn't realize that you know how much i actually like to read if it's if it's a topic that I enjoy reading about yeah um her That's and the i thing is just finding a topic that you you really enjoy interests you yeah. yeah um her and i were both saying that like we're, we're not really readers in the sense of like i'm not gonna read like the harry potty potter harry potty huh? harry potter series or like i don't i don't really if i want to watch or if i want to just absorb a storyline like i'd rather watch pre- it than prefer read to it. just watch it yeah, yeah. but 
like the books I enjoy would be like kind of like self-help books or like you're making all the Harry Potter fans out there angry (laughs) I probably am (laughs) I probably am I've heard they're very good and that you can't put them down but I don't know that's not my reading you're not a sci-fi or not even sci-fi but just fictional you're not a fictional gal you just yeah you like what you like yeah nothing wrong with that okay good I I on the other hand I am a Harry Potter fan you are (laughs) And you weren't making me angry. I'm just, there's some diehard fans out there that could uh, take it overboard. <laughs> Lash out. Uh, okay, <laughs> what well. What did she just say? I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I have a husband who's a fourth degree black belt. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> and some other family members with it's harmless black belt rankings. So <laughs> <laughs> just going to put that out there now. Yeah, you feel protected. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, uh. We got a lot of, you know, fun stuff in the works, and um, we we wanted to kind of just go off of, uh, you know, a whim and just start talking today, um, part of which we wanted to talk about who we are, you mm-hmm. know, and we even, even, you know, earlier this week in a completely separate conversation, we were talking about um, even just things like in our lives, like decision making, mm-hmm. yeah, and how you deal with making a decision versus how I would make a decision, yeah. Um, you want to talk a little bit about that? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think it looks pretty different for us. Um, for for me, um, I have a tendency to be pretty slow with decision making, um, mm-hmm. and. It's been this way my entire life. Like, um, my cousin and I, even when we were kids, uh, my mom would drop me and my brother off at, at the Doyle's house at our mm. cousin's. And uh, we we would, um, me and my cousin Courtney, we would literally waste the first half an hour of playtime going, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, my brother <laughs> and and our other cousin Brittany were like already running around and sweating. Um, they just like jumped right into it, right? And so I always just felt like I was an indecisive person. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's so much that I'm indecisive. Like I think I just and as I'm realizing more about myself, um, I think when I'm making a decision that's only going to affect me, I'm pretty quick. Yeah. But if if it's a decision that is going to impact any other person, I would rather even not even put my thought out there. Yeah. Like I would rather just somebody else make the choice. Mm-hmm. Like where do, where are we going to dinner tonight? I don't know. You just choose because I just I don't want to pick the wrong thing. And even if the other person is assuring me that they're fine with either choice, like I I don't know what it is. I just I I don't want to disappoint. I yeah. have like this root problem <laughs> yeah. where I have like this fear of disappointing people. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, decisions are, are a little slower, especially when there's others involved. Um, and it's kind of like working through some um, fears that I have. Yeah. Um, and I have a tendency to want to kind of keep things close to the vest. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so things like this podcast, for example, like, um, that that 
took a while to get to this point. Like, I feel like we were in a season of waiting for forever years. Yeah. Where we felt like a stirring to do something. Mm-hmm. Yep. But what? What is yeah. it? Mm-hmm. And also, uh, I could come up with a million stories and excuses as to why we couldn't do this or that or, or shouldn't the other do thing. It or, or shouldn't do it yeah. or scared to do it or. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's going to like it and uh, we can tell ourselves a million things. Right. Um so I that that's just kind of like what goes on in my head and and why sometimes I can be I can be a little slow to move on a decision. Yeah. I'll ask you this too. Do you ever feel like because you have a slow uh slower, you know, decision making process, it takes you a little bit longer to come around to something? Do you ever feel like you're going to miss out on something if you wait too long? Um, I don't get super worried about that. Um, more just because sometimes it's easier for me to just take a step back. Like yeah. it's, I feel more comfortable in a comfort zone than like you as a seven. Like you, mm. a comfort zone makes you like antsy and like yeah. makes you like uncomfortable yes like you're you're uncomfortable in a comfort zone where i take great comfort in being in a comfort zone Mm -hmm. so i don't really necessarily feel like oh i'm gonna miss out on something if i take too long to decide but i will say this that when i finally make a decision to step into something Mm -hmm. i always wish that i had started it sooner yeah if that makes sense. Like yeah, on the other what, side of it, I'm like, I oh, you, like, I wish I had done this sooner. It's not yeah. so bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I build things up in my brain to be way worse than they actually are. Right. Because like with me, it, you know, if when it comes to a decision, I'm usually, I usually have uh, a little bit more of like a knee jerk reaction to things yeah. like, uh, what? There's, a, there, I can do this. You know, there's an opportunity to do this. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. You know, I'll start tomorrow. Yeah. You know, but. Um, because I don't want to miss an opportunity to do mm-hmm. something. Yeah. You know, especially if it's like someone that needs help with something or. Yeah. And we've talked about it in the past that some of those types of opportunities have burned me in the past. Cause yeah. I was like, yeah, you jump too quick. But then sometimes. I'm like, I get into it and I'm like, well, what do you, do you really need me for? Am I yeah. just like, uh, you know? Yeah. Are you just using me to help you with this or is, do you like, yeah, you know? do you truly need me or are you just using me because you don't want to do it yourself or, right. you know, something like that. Yeah. Um, but I asked you if it affects like, you know, your decision-making, if it feel like you missed an opportunity or if you did miss it, how would you feel? Because, um, I don't know, just, I guess talking about comfort zones, mm-hmm. I struggle with comfort zones. Yeah. Um, I don't want to ever feel like I'm like stuck in a spot and yeah. I can't get out of it. Yeah. Um, I need like that excitement to move on to the next topic or yeah. into the next task or whatever it might be. Right. Um, and even if I just feel like, <laughs> and I know this is a characteristic of a seven, but um, sometimes you might not even finish a task and you're already on to the next one because yeah. you're like, oh, that looks cool too. Yeah. And you just get excited. And I mean, it is what it is, um, but I, I feel like there has to be, like, that middle of the road, somewhere between you and I. Yeah. You know, and you I, can't get too excited, but you can't <laughs> not be excited either. Yeah. I think that's sometimes where um, you and I can help balance 
a situation out to yeah. a degree. Um, and I think we do for sure. Yeah. Even like parenting. Yeah. You know, like th- there might be, you know, something that the kids would be interested in. You're like, I don't know, you know, yeah. what if he gets hurt or, you know, yeah. what if, what if she's disappointed or, and I, I'm like, well, then he gets hurt or she's disappointed think, because it's like, if they don't ever try it, yeah, they're never going to know. I think we live on opposite sides of what if. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what if it doesn't work? And you're like, what if it does? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, which yeah. is refreshing. And I need that because otherwise, like, I would just live in this land of what if on, yeah. on the negative side. Um, now, do and, be you, af- and be kind of afraid to cross the threshold. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you ever feel like um, y- your upbringing has anything to do with that to a to a, an extent? I mean, I'm sure it does. I, fe- I feel like, um, you know, I, I feel like God created us a, certain, a way. certain way. Yeah. But certainly, like, our upbringings impact us in our in our way of thinking, you know, what what we saw modeled before us or, um, and things like that. But I also think like our circle of influence, even, even now, uh, kind of continues to shape that. Yeah. And I, um, you know, talk, you know, referring to the circle of influence, I think that's huge in, um, your overall progress in general. Mm-hmm. And I also think, you know, from an individual standpoint, your circle of influence, who are you surrounding yourself with, if, yeah. you know, at work or at school or, you know, wherever it might be. Yeah. Who are you surrounding yourself with 100%, in my opinion? Yeah. 100% decides where you're going to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. Like if if you want to go to the top, surround yourself with people that are going to encourage you. Yeah. Um, but if you're just surrounding yourself that are always speaking negative things into you or, oh, you can't do that or. Yeah. You know, you're not smart enough to do that or, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. Just, you know, get rid of that. Yeah. It's not, it's not necessary. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes even family can do stuff like that, you know, indirectly. Yeah. Or unintentionally. Yeah. Or, yeah, that's what I meant, unintentionally. Sorry, wrong word. (laughs) (laughs) Words are hard. (laughs) (laughs) They are. Um, But, yeah, I think that um, if, if you're not careful of what you listen to, even from family, yeah. It can kind of, you know, throw you off track. Mm-hmm. Just do you. Yeah. And do what you feel is right. And we had that conversation even like with our kids. Yeah. We you have. Know, um, just the other day we were watching something and um, do you remember what I was saying? It was like, uh, it was something like the, the parent of whatever we were watching was like, um, uh, they were like sort of like putting the kid down like, um, uh, was it on Good Luck Charlie? I'm trying to remember what you're talking about. I don't I don't remember what the show, but I remember the conversation we had because I was saying how, like, I, me personally, I don't believe in um, deterring our, you know, our kids from whatever they want to do. Yeah. Because, um, like, I, I remember I was saying, like, a garbage man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could say, you know, there's nothing wrong with being a garbage man. If you want to ride like, on the back of a truck. Give it your all. Give it your all. Yeah, yes. And and I was saying, like, you know, even from, like, a financial standpoint, if a garbage man is making 20 bucks an hour or whatever, I don't know, $15 an hour. Yeah. 
if he properly invests his money as an employee, yeah, you know, personally, you know, yeah. investing it into stocks or whatever he wants to invest yeah, his money. Yeah, he's in. smart with his money. If he's smart and doesn't have any debt, or he'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, you know, so you find other means to pay yeah. the bills. Yeah, but if he's happy riding that truck with a smile on his face, let him yeah. do it. Yeah, definitely. You know, and I think about like with our kids, like you know, I think sometimes. Society and culture can paint this like, well, you got to go and get an education and spend all this money and, Mm -hmm. you know, spend money you don't even have. Yeah. You know, you go to school, you don't have that money. Some people do, some people don't. But you go to school and you you do all this stuff and you get at the end of your, your, uh, you know, college degree and you're like, all right, now what? Yeah. Do you, you know, do you still feel like you still want to go to that route? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, instead of like scaling it back and say, all right. What, what really, am I, what am I really passionate about? Yeah. What gives me life? What gets me up in the morning? Yeah. Do lots of that. Yeah. It's really tough too. Like I, I feel like, you know, out of high school, I mean, some people really know what they want to do that young. And I think that's amazing yeah. that they, that they uh, feel so confident with something, but I certainly didn't know really what, what direction I was heading in. And I just like got in, I just got into to speech therapy yeah. and um you know it's like any any field that you choose to study or if if you choose to go to college then like you said you you can wind up with all this debt and then as life goes on like if if you have a, a newfound passion like what does that look like and you know yeah. uh so it can be really overwhelming um and especially if you're someone like me that it's it's harder to to make those choices and yeah. uh to think about that yeah. um i just try to take things like one step at a time but going back to what you were saying like with the kids um what i was thinking about when you were talking is um not stifling their goals no um which sometimes internally i i start doing but i'm being really careful not to vocalize it yeah um, I'll give you an example. I think it was this past week, um, our oldest son who, you know, we've mentioned he's in cycle for his black belt and he has to run a two mile timed, uh, run. Yeah. And he felt super motivated by a couple of the kids who have gotten such fast times that they've been able to be coaches the last couple of weeks. Um, These kids are are getting 14 minutes and change for two miles, which is just amazing. Um, And he felt so motivated by that, that he was like, next week I'm going to go for 14 minutes so I can be a coach. And like, in my head, I'm thinking he was in okay. like the seventeen. He was like minute. in the seventeen yeah. range at that time when That's he said it. Chunk of change. And I like in my head, I was like, um, yeah. I don't know how realistic that is. But at the same time, I was like, zip it. Like if that's what's motivating him and he feels determined, <laughs> I was like, that sounds good, bud. Let's go for that. Yeah. Um. And and then he he each week he got he he gets faster and faster. He got personal records each each time he's gone out yeah. the past couple of weeks. He got sixteen twenty uh, this last time around, which has been his fastest yet. Yeah. And um, I'm an emotional being. We, you know, uh, not everybody knows this. You know this. <laughs> um, but. Sometimes, like I, I, I'm telling you, more times than not during these runs, I get tears in my eyes. Yeah. Um. And I, and I do like every time he beats his record, <clears throat> and 
sometimes when I have like moments like that with the kids where I'm just like so proud, yeah. it, it takes me back to like, God is proud of us mm-hmm. as like his kids. And yeah. like, I always, whenever we have those like parenting moments, I think about that. Yeah. I do the same thing. <laughs> I always have like, uh, supernatural moments, you know, when I'm parenting. Mm-hmm. And just that whole concept of a father's love. Yeah. And, you know, how he cares for us just as much as, well, even more than we care for our own kids. And it's hard to, it's hard to even fathom because you love the kids so much that it hurts. So much. I'm like, does yeah. anybody, like, any, oh, any what other the moms out there, <laughs> like, just think about how much you love your kids and just, like, burst into tears. Like, yeah. that's happened. Um so many times to me, but you're, you're right. And then like, I think about that and I'm like, that means like as much as we cheer on our kids, like heaven's cheering us on. Yeah. And And it's hard to, it's hard to comprehend sometimes. Um, we heard in a sermon, I don't know, within the last six months or something, uh, something to the effect of like, um, pastor, uh, Stephen Furtick was, I, I don't remember what, what message this was in, but he said, um, God wants me to tell you all that um, you, you can, we can trust in him for our, our own lives as much as what he does for other people. Like, yeah. um, I'm not explaining it as well as he did, but basically like a lot of us trust that God's going to do amazing things but we always think that it's going to be for somebody else. Yeah. That he's not going to do those same amazing things for us. Mm-hmm. And I've felt that before. Yeah. Um, and, and you can look a lot of, you can look a lot at your circumstances mm-hmm. and say, well, what the heck's going on? Because yeah. why is, you know, so-and-so over there doing that and I'm not, Yeah, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. And, and, uh, a lot in the last couple of weeks we've been hearing kind of like in things that we've read and listened to like a lot about being obedient yeah um and also like staying in our own lane yeah um yeah you know it w- you might think to yourself like oh god i wish you would do for us what you did for them yeah. and the thing of that is you're not you're not them we're not them and God hasn't prepared us for what they have. He's prepared us for what he has for us. Yeah. And if he gives us something that wasn't intended for us, that that our hearts weren't prepared for, Mm -hmm. it's going to be bad. (laughs) You know, we're not going to handle it well. Yeah. Um, Trust you with little, trust you with much. Yeah. You know, those types of things like, uh, you know, maybe, you know, someone over here is, you know, very financially wealthy yeah. where you're like, I want that too, but maybe you're not as good with managing your money or if you're not tithing the way you should. He's like, I need more time with you to work on these things. These these habits. Before we don't get there. Right. Yeah. Because a lot of example that I thought of. That's exactly true. And, and, and we don't, we don't see the backstage of other people's lives and what they went through to get there. We don't see any of that. Right. We only see the part of their life that they're sharing with us and what's in front of us. It's kind of like that story of the tip of the iceberg. You only yeah. see the tip of the iceberg, but underwater is all this stuff. Yeah. You know, you see the success, but you don't see what they went through to get to there. Yeah, exactly. 
and you know, you, you just have to be careful. I, I think we can all get into a comparison trap and it's mm-hmm. a dangerous road to go down it because it'll just steal your joy every time. Yeah. And it'll, it'll, um, distract you, you from what, what you're called or to be focused yeah. on. And I think that even if you are doing very well, whatever it might be, like maybe in your career you're doing very well, or maybe you're an athlete and you're just very gifted in what you do. There's always someone better than you that you can compare yourself to. Mm -hmm. And it'll steal your joy every time because you're always comparing to that next step. You know, you can use some of it to motivate you a little, but you can't say, well, why am I not in that position? You know what? I, I read this the other day. Um, if the grass looks greener on the other side, it's time to water water, the, water your own lawn. Yeah. Like pour pour more into what you have before you. Right. Um, and then that'll make it greener. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I do too. That's a good reminder. Yeah, for sure. Because, uh, yeah, if you're not putting the effort in. Yeah, know. if I'm constantly preoccupied by what everybody around me is doing. I'm Which not, is easy to do in social media and things like my that. My grass is going to turn brown because I'm not paying attention to it. Yeah. And and we were always looking at people's highlight reel. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some people out there that'll post their negatives. Like, I burned my toast this morning and they, mm-hmm. pro- they, you know, decide to put it on Facebook. Yeah. We don't, the world doesn't need to know that you burned your toast. <laughs> 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 you know, but people do it. Yeah. But for the most part. You're going to do the the filtered version. Yep. You know, maybe the one corner of your toast wasn't burnt. Like, oh, yes, <laughs> avocado toast is delicious this nailed morning. Nailed it. Hashtag nailed it. You know, like. Yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah. We, we you know, you don't need to. You, we're all, we'd all just like buy into the highlight reel. Mm-hmm. And what's really Very going true. on? How many pictures did it take to post your selfie that you took this morning? Yeah. Is it 30 tries? Yeah. You know, because your, your bangs were in the way, I, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I just think that if you, like you said, just stay in your lane and do your thing, you can you, and water your own lawn and yeah, pour into you and self-study and just yeah. m- keep motivated and surrounding yourself with the right people. Yep. I think you can... Uh, Make progress. Yeah. And even if it's just little steps at a time, you, you know, progress is progress as long as you're not going backwards. Yeah. <clears throat> the, what was the one uh, sermon that we listened to a couple of weeks ago um, that basically like God can open doors for us that nobody has the ability to shut, not even the devil, but the devil can get us to tell ourselves stories that we don't walk through the door. Yeah. That really resonated with me because I do that all the time. Like I might have an open door in front of me or an opportunity. Yeah. And you know, you would probably like just jump right through the door and um, maybe depending on what it is. But for me, like, even though the door is wide open and he's like, here you go, walk through it. I'm going to tell myself a million lies as to why I can't walk through that door. Yeah. So nobody shut the door, but I didn't go through it. Right. So I, I, I don't get to see like what, you know, what God had for me in that opportunity. You know, I've, I've 
dealt with that too. Um, yeah. And I think that we can, a lot of times we can experience, um, you know, that open door and we don't even know that it's, a, a, you know, an opportunity. Yeah. I think we can like overlook things just True. because we are um, too preoccupied with our own thoughts. Yeah. That's happened to me. Even ad- as adventurous and open-minded as I am. Yeah. A lot of times I'll have missed opportunities because I think I'm, you know, unqualified or, yeah. you know, it's just not for me or yeah, whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, and you could easily go down the road that like, you're, you know, you're, it could be the opposite of that too. Like, um, I think of sometimes there's things that happen that, you know, you might feel like you're being called to this area, but you feel like you're above that. Like, don't sell yourself short and other, and don't be, you know. Too big for your britches. Yeah. Yeah. Go, you know, serve where you're called. Right. Yeah. And, you know, just, just see where the path leads. Yeah. Just go for it and see what happens. Yeah. Because it might open another door somewhere else or, you know. Yeah. So I think uh, you just have to be, uh, I mean, I don't want to like go around in circles, like, you know, be too confusing about it, but you just kind of have to just feel it out and see what happens. Yeah. And whether you're a seven or a nine, like you and I are. Yeah. It can look a little bit different, but I feel like there's always that middle of the road that you can. Yeah. Just give it a shot and see what happens. Yeah. And, and that's kind of like what we're doing now is like with this podcast, neither one of us felt like we were cut out for something like this. Yeah. For different reasons or, and some reasons the same. And there's may, there might be listeners out there that are like, no, you're not cut out for this. Yeah. <laughs> we, Unsubscribe. Your, your podcast is a disaster. Um, but I think for the masses, I think we've gotten some pretty general, I mean, generally good feedback from everyone. Yeah. The people that have like sent us messages and things like that. Yeah. Um, but it's like, if you don't try it, how, will you how, ever know? How will we know? Yeah. Um, and that's why I'm like thankful for, for the conversations that we have and that, um, that we are so different. Like there, there's a lot of times where, um, you know, I've, I've felt like, I'm holding us back because I'm dragging my feet with, with things. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've, you've helped me a lot, um, to, to kind of talk through things. Uh, and I think like the more that we've understood each other, um, it, it helps us to have a better conversation and like get to an outcome or like a, a step forward. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of times, uh, where, like that you're somebody that you, you think of a lot of ideas um, yeah. and you want to try a lot of different things and he'll approach me and, and start talking about an idea and the way that my body is presenting itself, I either look like I'm uninterested or I'm like a deer in headlights. Like my, my reaction is just, <laughs> yeah I don't know, flat. Um, but really it's because in my head, like I'm, I'm trying to process everything that you're saying to me Yeah, and like, I'm being flooded with my, all my what ifs and like, uh, how much is that going to cost? And like, how are we going to do that? And 
you know, where's the resources for this or how, what's step one, two, three, and four. Like, but a lot of times you're not, you're not suggesting we do it today. You're yeah. just presenting an idea. Right. Um, so sometimes, you know, it's trying to have open conversations like the one we're having now with, with your person in your life. Yeah. Um, so that you can have a better understanding of one another, because it's not that I'm disinterested or unengaged. It's just like, oh, t- time out. Like, I'm, I'm, just, trying to I'm just trying to process what you're yeah. saying. It takes me a while. Yeah. And I think the communication is huge because, yeah, it, you know, if I'm telling you my ideas and my thought process behind it and you're sharing with the fact that all right, I'm trying to take it all in and process yeah. it. I think that I can uh, kind of help you unpack what I'm saying to you. Yeah. Break broken down instead yeah. of like dumping all in your lap and I'm saying, like, all right, ah. here you go. Yeah. And you're like in panic mode. Yeah. Where I think like, all right, well, th- let's, let's say that these three things that I just told you are time dated for, you know, three months out. Mm-hmm. And then these three things are six months out. And then yeah. these three things are a year. Yeah. You know, so oh, Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Because like that year thing, it's gonna. You want if you want to do that today, uh, we can't. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That sort of thing, and I think that just kind of communicating and just slowly unpacking it and just figuring it out together. I think it's mm-hmm. it's huge because it makes me feel better to know that you understand what I'm saying and you're just as excited about it as I am. Yeah. You know, and even if you're not, you can you can vocalize that too. But I think that, you know, if you're on the same page with what's going on. Yeah. Then you can walk down the road together and you're just not like, you know, I'm running ahead of you and you're trying to catch up, you know. Yeah. That sort of thing. Another thing I've learned over the years to just being married to a seven here is like um, I, I don't have to just immediately like shoot it down right away. Like before I think all of my what ifs and my panic I would just be really quick with like, that's not going to work. Yeah. Um, where now I feel like I need to take the time to process what you're saying and not to just shoot it down, but to, to allow myself the time to process what you're saying and mull it over and continue to have a conversation with you about it. Um, yeah. Because I think that um, if you're, if you're not careful you can really kind of put a a rain on the other person's parade. Yeah. You know, I could put a rain on your parade. You could put a rain on my parade if you're not really communicating yeah. what you're thinking or right. really, you know, oh, how is this all going to work or, you know, whatever it might be in your decision-making process. Yep. Um, I think that you just kind of have to remain open-minded to a degree. Yeah. Give it a try and see what happens. Yeah. But don't be like, you're crazy. We're not doing that. Yeah. Because, you know, your feelings will be hurt and then there's going to be tension and mm-hmm. you don't have to go down that road if you just kind of just keep it open and see yeah, what happens and just kind of compromise. I mean, yeah. that's, that's life in general. It's just, it's all about compromise and yeah, figure things out as you go. Right. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I think, uh, you know, there's pros and cons to everything, but I think that Mm-hmm. Like we were saying, open lines of communication. Yep. You're good. Yep, for sure. So Do you think uh, 
I don't know. I, f- I feel like we talked a lot about, about a lot of stuff. Hopefully uh, yeah. so, we didn't just talk in circles. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, we're not too scattered with our, with our <laughs> thoughts today. Um, we do have some fun stuff. We're actually, uh, pretty close to, um, the end of our first season here. Yeah. We've been doing a lot of behind the scenes type stuff to be pl- or planning for, uh, season two yep. coming out. We already have season two in the works for us. Um, and some other fun things that we've mentioned in, in previous episodes. Yeah. Um, we're not doing any, uh, top tens or, uh, uh, top picks or top picks and yeah. uh, take it or leave it today. Um, we'll just leave it with the information that we've provided so far. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we're we're excited ab- about the uh, upcoming episodes, our season two. Yeah, Some fun new things. Yep. But uh, you know, as always, we uh, appreciate everyone for listening. Yes, we do. Share with a friend. Get the word out. You think that we have some decent information? Share with a friend. Yeah, let's get the word out. You know, we're all in this uh, to help each other. So, I think the more we can provide the information and people receive it, the, the uh, happier we can all be. Yeah. But uh, we love you. And there's nothing you can do about it.